0: Right here on Never Had It So Good, Where Are They Now? now? A look back at the athlete's journey, a walk down memory lane all the way up to the present, a discussion about teammates, impact coaches, competition, and how their team prepared them for real life. We groove with it all. Host David Riley, Tim Moore, and Princess Cooper, live on www.NeverHadItSoGoodSportsRadio.com.
1: All right, welcome to Never Had It So Good Sports Talk Radio. We thank everybody that were patient with us. We had technical issues last night, and we had to cancel the night of shows, but we are full-blown tonight live here at 6.30, again, at 7 p.m. with the professional experts, and then we end the night with Sports Talk Atlanta, and that's a new show or a new just kind of feel to it with new hosts on it with Coach Willie Miller out of Atlanta, Georgia. Let's welcome in my co-host, Duck Riley. And also, Tim Moore. Gentlemen, how are you?
2: Uh, I'm doing well. I'm doing well. Great, great conversation before we got on that.
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs>
1: we, yeah, you know, I'm, I'm going to continue. I may have to get a Jet jersey, Duck and Tim Moore. You know, I'm going to get on the bandwagon for just a little bit. But if I can, before we get Mr. <laughs> Hamilton in here, just your thoughts a little bit about Blindside and Michael Orr and him claiming that he was never adopted, that it was a conservatorship. And because of that, they, you know, got all of the money from the movie $300 million. As a matter of fact, the document showed Tim and Doug that the children of of um, the the two, they received 225000 apiece for their appearance or their contribution to the movie and $2.5 in their trust funds. Tim, I'll start with you. This is coming out, this is a little ugly, isn't it?
0: Yeah, it's very ugly uh, because uh, his, the children that you're referring to don't exactly look like Michael Orr. And, uh, <laughs> you know, I think those kids, uh, those kids uh, taking, um, taking, you know, money that was uh, received for a movie based on his life, it's sort of keeping in a tradition that we've seen over the years, where uh, you know, folks, uh, certain folks do the do the work, and other folks, uh, you know, reap the benefits.
1: Yeah, you know, Duck uh, Michael Orr said that because he was eighteen, that his parents, he thought, said to him that they had to sign a conservatorship and not an adoption because he was eighteen, so the paperwork was just a little bit different. So he said they duped him. Um, your thoughts, and then we'll get Mr. Hamilton in here.
2: Yeah, just real quickly, and, and Tim kind of summed it up. But you know, by them, by him signing that, you know, and, and reading a little bit about it and stuff, and just saying that, you know, anything that he does, you know, it's almost like mm-hmm. he has to, he has to go through them to get di- exactly. different deals done. I like what kind of, you know, he's a grown man. Yeah, but. That's what sometimes, and, princess and I, I'm wondering if they did take advantage of it, if you, if you learn how to read and you don't read what's going on, just like when they people put stuff in front of you, mm-hmm. you, have, you have to read it.
1: Yeah, and right now it's just like Britney Spears and her father before she got a separation. They own his brand, and everything within yeah. his name and his brand, they own it, and they are able to negotiate all of that Without his say so, because he, they have the conservatorship over Michael Orr. Um, embarrassing wow. if all true, um, and and I and I definitely will see how this plays out. Gonna go ahead and welcome in Mr. Paul Hamilton. How are you, sir? Uh,
3: pretty good, ma'am. How you doing?
1: Doing really good. Thank you for being on.
3: Okay, sounds good. Love to open yeah. you, by the way.
1: Thank you, thank you, <laughs> thank you. All right, Doug Riley and Tim Moore take over, Mr. Hamilton. I hear. Your reputation is that you were you were better than Tommy Pritchard, that you can really <laughs> uh, well, that's
3: not for me to say i I just I did the best I could with
1: what I had <laughs> mm-hmm. and and also I'm gonna snitch a little duck You used to make him mad, you used to play so well. oh okay okay <laughs> okay. okay, I'll be I... quiet now, you guys take over,
4: <laughs> hey
2: Paul, okay, she's very uh, doing there?
1: <laughs> I'm dry snitching.
2: <laughs> she dry snitching on me, man. But anyway, but anyway, and, and Tim and I have talked about you a lot, and and this is something for us, man. Just not because you're on there, you, you you deserve your flowers because you you had to be one of the baddest players in the state, not only in the state but possibly in the nation. It's just unfortunately that being from West Virginia, we don't get the love that we really deserve. So my question no,
3: no, is, fact. yeah.
2: So my my question for you is, kind of for the listeners, how did Paul Hamilton get started playing sports?
3: Well, when I was a little kid, you know, my brothers and them were pretty pretty. Uh, the game was pretty strong, and they was getting a lot of ink <laughs> down in, in from Gary, and then went to the state when my. Dave was a freshman, and my oldest brother was a senior. So at, at the house, I used to look at the clippings as a little kid. So I played ball all day, every day. But it, it was expected as a Hamilton that you had to show up and uh, get your game together. So that's how it all started, and, and I just came out of nowhere as a junior because that was my first year starting, and we won the state championship, and I made all states. So all that was really surprising. I was just trying to make yeah. varsity.
0: Hey, Duck. Now, can I mention so, something uh, just to interject? Uh, Paul mentions his brother, uh, Dave. Uh, Dave, for those who are listening who may not be familiar with West Virginia basketball, Dave Hamilton is a legend at West Virginia State College, uh, which was a major HBCU, holds all types of records even today there, and went on to play with the Philadelphia 76ers. So that's the brother. Well, he didn't play
3: with the about. Sixers. He got drafted, but he yeah.
2: got cut. Drafted by the Sixers. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, but you know the thing is, and and I appreciate that, Tim. But we we gonna have Dave on too, so I I didn't want to give Dave a lot of love yet. I want I want I want to <laughs> kind of stay with, I want to kind of stay with Paul because you know Paul played in our era, and I, I just wanted to find out that it was expected as a Hamilton the hoop. So you you you're in high school now. Ooh. What were your expectations? Uh, I know you guys won the state and uh, you made all state. As far as colleges, because we all went away to school, and if anybody that deserved to go big time, we, everybody thought it was you. So kind of take yeah. us through that transition.
3: Well, you know, Doug, I honestly didn't get recruited. Uh, Ransburg was at recruiting. West Virginia State, and he came down and recruited me to go to state. So I went to Philly that summer. Dave was working me out because Dave was still playing in the Baker League. So I right. was, he was working me out during the summer. So Billups called me and said Chipola needed a shooting guard because that shooting guard had flunked out of school. And that's how I ended up getting – so I, it was a week prior to me coming back to West Virginia to head off the state. And I uh, ended up on a plane going to Florida with Billups. And uh, and that's how that happened. And then, uh, and you know, nobody never – kind of gave us any respect, though, Doug, honestly, because I won the state junior college basketball tournament to send us to the Nationals, and I won MVP. And so the, when I was graduating, the president from the J.C., he called me into his office. He said, you know, when I first saw you, I didn't think you could play our level of basketball, but when you won MVP, you proved me wrong. I was amazed by that. And that's quote. And so even out of J.C., I didn't get a lot of recruiting, so I didn't. Once I really saw talent. Once I left Southern West Virginia, I thought I was physically too slow, and I thought my if I had legs, I think I would. I had the game, I just didn't have the body. That's my opinion. Because I really saw really athletic athletes that had good legs. We genetically got bad feet in our family from my mom, so we were slow as slow as ice water and couldn't jump a (laughs) leg. So that's the way I looked at that. (laughs)
2: <laughs> all
0: right, Tim. <laughs> Paul is being quite modest. Uh, I uh, I was talking yeah. to Vance Ross uh, just uh, yesterday, uh, who played at Bluefield and played against Paul, and he said Paul just gave him fits. He said uh, of all of the ball players he played against, uh, Paul. If I don't, if I remember correctly, you were six four, uh, something yep, 6'3", somewhere in six three six four, playing guard, and was just, yeah, uh, was just dangerous with that left hand jumper. Just dangerous. Uh, played on probably the best uh, high school, and I don't I don't mean to to, to be disrespectful to Duck, but uh, that seventy three team was the, probably the best high school basketball team I've ever seen. Um, talk to me if you would. Uh, you mentioned John Billups, who went on uh, uh, to be drafted uh, out of Ole Miss uh, right. to uh, uh, by the by the Denver Nuggets. Um,
1: right.
0: He was your high school teammate. Um, talk to me if you would about the, that that team because you all interrupted a run uh, in west southern West Virginia where the team from your region won eleven straight uh, state West Virginia state championships. Ducks team won eight immediately on the heels of you all state championship in '73. Um, talk to me about that team. I mean, you guys were all all black team with a black coach right. who had who had been an all American in, in college himself. And uh, I, 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 I used to watch you all during warm-ups, and you would wait until the other team came out onto the floor, and then you would walk around. The whole team would walk all the way around the court looking at the other team before you went down to your end of the court to start your warm-ups. Uh, talk to us about the intimidation factor of that ball club and the confidence <laughs> that team had.
3: <laughs> well, you know, Bill started that because he wore the uh, Will Chamberlain headband, mm-hmm. and he started, he started us walking out. And I started the uh, with a ball handling drill where you would clap your hands and tap your feet. I did Ray. that off of uh, the Staple Sing- Singers, I take you there. And, uh, and then all that just fell in place, and all of a sudden we went 8-0. And the team, Gary's team, hadn't really been any good because Coach Smith had won the state championship in 65 with Dave as a senior. And Gary High School, when the school was integrated, didn't offer Coach Smith the job coach Smith took a hiatus for eight years and Gary was had a losing season every year. He came back my sophomore year and, and he was assistant coach and, and this coach that we had, he, uh, he would critique each player after every game. And so after one game, I was, I was on varsity, but I wasn't getting much run. And he, uh, he got to me to critique me and I'm a sophomore. He says, uh, he says, Paul Hamilton. He said, "You know, I tried to play you." He says, "You know, you're slow. You got a bad attitude, and you'll never be a basketball player." And Coach <laughs> Smith nudged me and told me, "Don't." And Coach Smith nudged me and told me, "Don't worry about it." And he left that year. After that year, school year, he left. Coach Smith took over, and we never started off that team from the previous year. And Coach Smith took over, and boom, we lost eight. We won eight. Lost to Mullis, who was defending state champions. Lost to Duck at their place. You couldn't win in Norfolk. Now you're gonna get robbed. That's the way it was.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
3: you know you're gonna have you gonna have three starters with four fouls with eight minutes left in the second quarter. You know I know that for true. So and they beat us, and then we after they we won two straight, lost two straight. We uh we went 16 straight without losing.
1: Yeah, and it was a uh, to
3: everybody.
0: Just, yeah, just just for for perspective. Um, in that region, he talked about the Mullins team that won the state championship uh, that was defending state champions. Um, That was a team that had won the title in 1970, then won it again in, I mean, uh, in 72. Uh, They had uh, the D'Antoni brothers, uh, where uh, Mike D'Antoni and his brother Dan had come out of Mullins. And then Jerome Anderson, uh, who went to West Virginia University and was was, uh, a Boston Celtic for a couple of years, uh, was on that Mullins team and then you come right. back with your team and then Ducks' team, which ran off eight straight. Tremendous yeah. talent within about an hour, uh, hour and 15 minutes of one another, uh, winning state championships there in West Virginia.
3: Once you won the Southern Region, when you got state, it was nothing. Yeah. <laughs> once, you, once you got through the sectional against Norfolk, and if you, and if you ran in the Mullins, that was your two biggest comps. Once you did, if you got through those two, once you got upstate, state, man, because I don't think we was even uh, challenged in the state tournament. Duck probably can refer to that too. I don't think Norfolk was challenged.
2: No. Yeah, Paul. Paul, I am you want to for the, the part about playing in a gym, uh, but anyway.
4: <laughs> 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 Paul, what 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 you?
2: listeners that are listening. That's unbelievable for your high school coach before Coach Smith takes over to say that. Back then were they drug testing coaches too? I'm
3: just, <laughs> man, that's just that's just that's just you know how it was back then. That's just the way it was. And they were t- like we were passing the hall and wouldn't even speak. Can you imagine that? No. And I had one of his classes and he, he was just uh I don't know he wasn't a real coach, I don't think. Because we had some talent that came through Gary those that eight years high is that Coach Smith had, they they wasn't winning for six seven games max. I think they mm-hmm. beat Spencer and them one time by right. accident.
2: <laughs>
3: <laughs> by accident, because we couldn't believe it right. when we got the news that they had won with Spencer McDaniel oh, yeah. Like oh, yeah. yeah, but yeah, he uh, he was they were, they were they were horrible. Him, it was Dyson, and before him was Secure. And then Coach Smith right. came back eight years later and took over, and then uh, that changed everything for that year. But we had a lot of talent because Bligh was – Billups was D1 material, but he didn't get recruited either. Marshall turned Coach Johnson on the Billups in Florida. Marshall turned uh, Coach Johnson on the Billups. Billups wasn't really getting recruited other than a couple of schools after WVAC. Like you said, we just didn't get no respect.
2: Oh, that's uh, for you not to. Uh, they talk about slow footed and all that kind of stuff. But you not to get recruited D one. That was that was a that was shocking. But I yeah, want to yeah. go back to go back to you know uh, how did you end up in Vegas of all places? From, look from the patch to Vegas.
3: Well, what happened <laughs> was is uh, you know I went after I left for Chipola. Uh, this coach was trying to recruit me today's bc in uh salisbury livingstone and i had turned mm-hmm. once i came home and my joe had came in from he was home from the military and so and the coach called me at home caught me at a bad moment and i said well if you give my brother scholarship i'll come and so he said can he play i said yeah, he can play so he gave my brother a scholarship then another then my cousin came down from philly to livingstone and then another i got another homeboy down there that was in the coal mines. And then uh, I played two years at Limonstone, which was terrible. Cause, you know, they didn't have any money. The coaching was right. bad. No, they didn't have no funding. Uh, no, no ability to work out anything like that. So I did two years there. Then I shot into the Air Force to correct the mistake. And then the Air Force sent me back 30 miles from the junior college, which was in Panama City. Then, the, then they shot me to Vegas. I was in that class, top secret stealth program in the early 80s when they was working out the bugs in the stealth. Then I separated and went into the postal service and why well, I, I was in Vegas two weeks I knew I wasn't leaving. leaving because I liked the west. <laughs> I didn't like the south. I didn't like the east. And when I got out west I really dug the west, so I said I'm gonna set up camp here and and that's what I did. And I've been out here forty what, forty two years or something now.
2: Okay, Paul. Yeah. You you go you go into the air force. So uh,
3: did
2: you did you continue playing you know, playing ball and and
3: how well, did the guys
2: they, receive you?
3: Well, they, they tried to get me to play, like, go all Air Force and all of that stuff. And I played a little intermural just for some the, the squadron teams. But I told them, I said, that you got the wrong concept. I said, when you leave college, your next step is the pros. You don't leave college <laughs> basketball and play military basketball. That don't make any <laughs> sense. So they was pissed at me. Then if they were trying to get me to play, I said, well, I don't practice. Cause I had kids then I had a couple of kids and i said i don't i don't I'm not practicing but i play i'm not trying to be no prima donna it's just that i've I've given enough time to basketball and i wouldn't got a. i I've got a job now, so I play some games and I may not travel but they they uh, you know it, you know how it is, duck if you if you if you're beating everybody down, everybody's on your case, like even at Livingstone, it was guys in the dorm swore' them down they were going to beat me and you know, people come out the woodwork, man, they're gonna beat you. So because you you know, can't nobody beat you, so you you run into especially at a black school, man. You that was my first experience in the all black environment. And that was tough on me, boy. I think <laughs> I I never experienced something like that. These guys couldn't play at all. They were coming to the gym challenging you and stuff like that, so <laughs> But I was like, I, I, once I left Livingstone, man, I to, I got to get out of North Carolina. Because my dad was from North Carolina. And my mom always said that nobody in North Carolina had any sense. Because
1: so, so, uh, <laughs> she
3: was always pissed at my dad. So I uh, so I booked up. <laughs> and that's how I got to Vegas, man. And I've, I've been here ever since. Retired from the PO, from the Postal Service. And, uh, you know, been here ever since.
2: Okay. I loved it, man. I all right, Tim.
0: <laughs> yeah, Paul Paula uh let me take you back to uh your your junior college days. You you talked about how John Phillips, who was your high school teammate, uh went on yeah. to uh get drafted by the by the Denver Nuggets, uh brought you down to uh play junior college ball. Uh now you hear rumors, you know, I, me being from Gary, you know, everybody's happy to see, you know, hear about you guys uh, success and uh and, and you hear a lot of rumors. Uh, the rumor was, and I don't even know if it was true, that you all won a junior college national championship or came close to winning a national championship down when well, in junior college. What's the story? Well, my
3: senior in high school, he was a freshman at Chipola, and they went. They lost in the finals. Okay. Before I okay. before I got in there, so so when I got down, I came down my freshman year. So we had it was four freshmen, and Billups. So he was a JC All American because of course he went. Mm-hmm. They went to the finals. Got a lot of ink. So he was getting a lot of. Recruiting from a lot of places, and uh, he ended up going to Ole Miss. Matter of fact, when they Ole Miss came to scout, we was you know playing in the gym, like of course you do when scouts come in. So Ole right. Miss was recruiting me also, but because they needed a shooting guard. But they fired all their coaches when I was coming after my sophomore year. So that's, oh, wow. that, 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 that so but he well, but see, Billups had the body, man. He had he was a competitive big time, but he had the legs. He could he could jump. Strong, yeah. he but he had been playing in the hole, in high school, and mm-hmm. and he never he never played face to the basket, so when he would come every time it was spring break or something in Ole Miss, he would come back down to Chipola. Matter of fact, he was stay in my dorm room, and we work out in the gym, and and he come he jump high as he could to shoot, then he would, he always was changing his jump shots. He never could get it down, so that's right. why he didn't. Uh, to me, he didn't make the pros because he he had to play two guard in the pros. Mm-hmm. He was probably an old miss too and he just didn't have the floor game cuz he never played yeah. on the floor. He never could get a shot down. As a two guard, you got to be a shooter. And he, right. never, he never he played in the hole and he was only 64. So he could jump but you know, he goes to Denver. Should Denver got David Thompson. <laughs> yeah. He couldn't jump yeah. like DT. So uh but he was a uh, he was he was he was a uh, I tell you man, he was the best competitor that I had been around. That J.C. conference, that was a pipeline for uh, D1 schools. Yeah. It wasn't just like yeah. Beckley or something. It was a major. Everybody at those, in those conferences in Florida, they were all out of state. And, and my roommate was 6'9". Okay. And my partner that okay. started at center, he was 6'9". So these are the kind of teams that we go up against. And they had two goals. I don't think I checked anybody my size. They were six five, six six. Mm-hmm. So we, you know, it was a really competitive uh, uh, state uh, J.C. circuit. Mm-hmm. And, um, okay. And so that's why there was a lot of scouts recruiting a lot of players from, uh, a lot of those players from uh, that J.C. circuit, they all went D1. And, you know, you ran into yep. a lot of good players. Like we played against Vincennes when Vincennes had Ricky Green. And, okay. Lord, he was he was like a blink of an eye quick. And uh, Boston <laughs> from Merlin and, you just ran into a lot of uh, – a lot of talent. that went to J.C. They just didn't have the grades to get into uh, D1 school. Mm-hmm. And, and people yeah. didn't know that. Like, for for example, Larry Johnson that came out of UNLV, he didn't have a high school diploma. He yeah. went to a J.C. and then talked, recruiting to come to UNLV. But I'm just saying a lot of those guys just didn't have the grades or whatever. Whatever reason, they uh, they came to that circuit for a year – Two at the most, and went on
0: to uh, uh, D one schools and play. Well, I know we're I know we're running tight on time, and I, I'm just going to ask okay. this one last thing. I talked with uh, uh, Duck was telling me, you know that uh, if it wasn't for you, you are probably he he would his team would have won another state championship. Uh, that uh, you know that uh, uh, your, your junior year, I believe, and then I agree um, with that. Uh, yeah, and then I spoke with uh, with uh, uh, Duck's best friend, uh, Mark Page, uh, who used to go to our church in Bluefield, uh, and uh-huh. we were talking one day after church, and he told me about the competitiveness because you all had Maurice Robinson in the same county with you guys who was a high school All-American, and, and you sure. used to give him fits. Um, but uh, Mark Page told me uh, one day uh, several years ago, he said, Paul Hamilton's a good friend of mine now. He said, but when I was young, he said, I, he said we couldn't stand. He said I couldn't stand Paul Hamilton. He said I see him in Welch on the, on Saturday afternoon. We'd be down there shopping. I would cross
3: the street so I didn't have to look at it.
4: You know,
2: I didn't know that.
3: <laughs> <laughs> you know what? We, we was at we was at They, they retired Dave's jersey. Uh, I think uh, a year before COVID, maybe. Well, we we was at state, and I think it was Page had just passed on. And uh, right. there was a sports writer there from Welch, and uh, he used to be a Welch writer. And he told me, he said uh, Duck has spoke at Page's funeral,
0: right? And Duck has said right.
3: how he hated me, hated us from Gary. <laughs> <laughs> he said, "Don't tell Duck that." So I just spilled the beans, Duck. And uh, I, I didn't, I didn't know that because I didn't hate them. I, I, you know, I ran with one of their boys. I ran with Woods. Right, okay. right. So I didn't, I didn't, I didn't know that they hated me. But Paul. I, I we was, me and, and Doc visited Fairmont together. I mean, me and Paige visited Fairmont together. Hey, Paul, uh,
2: we didn't, we didn't hate you personally. We I know that they didn't know me. Against, we, we hated yeah. playing against you, and Coach, Coach Boyd and Coach Wingfield. They'll say the only way we can beat them. We gotta do. We gotta shut Paul Hamilton down. We got, and it was drilled into our heads every day. We go through the <laughs> halls and say, "All right, here come Paul Hamilton." Okay, so <laughs> you develop that, that that hatred, man. You're like, "Oh God, I gotta hear this and, and, look, every day." And look, and we wasn't even playing, y'all. We were playing somebody else, but because of the competition between Gary and Norfolk, they will always say something about Paul Hamilton. This, Paul Hamilton. This. So it, So I didn't it, know that. It ran over into even some of the girls. Oh, y'all know y'all <laughs> got to play against Paul Hamilton. I like him. Hey, oh, and
3: check, and check when, when Duck never beat us our senior year in the sectional. You know they cheated, right? They still hit me on my elbow. <laughs> I asked Duck about that in Columbus, and Duck said, "I said, was y'all coach to hit me on the elbow? Because I was missing the I was missing the whole apparatus from the foul line." And I told I went up and told the ref. I said they hitting me on my elbow, and he looked at me and called a tech. <laughs> and then I went to the bench, and Coach Smith, Coach Smith, slammed me on the bench. And said, "We don't have time for that." I don't remember nothing else about that game. So that was my first adversity playing.
1: So I asked Doug
3: later in Columbus about that. He said, "Yeah, we was hit, we was we was coached to hit you on the elbow." Uh, they were dirty man. They were just. I, I see why now. They were just cold blooded. They're still my partners, though. But they were cold back then, bro.
2: <laughs>
3: oh." Uh- I plead to
2: still, I have no idea what Paul Hamilton is talking about. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Doug, I got it on Sounds three, like
1: some home, cousin. <laughs>
2: All right, Paul, we appreciate you. We got to get you hey, back, man, hey, but we hey, definitely got to get your hey, brother Doug, back out here. Okay, hey, Doug, lot, Mr.
1: Hamilton, there's someone that wants to say hello to you. Um, go sure. ahead, sir. Are you there? Hello? Steve Thornton?
4: Got this stupid headphone. Hey, what's
1: up, Paul? Hey, how you doing, young man? I'm
4: doing good, man. I'm doing good. I just want to say hey, I, hey to you, brother.
3: Oh man, it's good to hear from you.
4: You too, man. Hey, man all any, of you guys, uh, any of you guys? Any of you
3: guys? you guys and the young lady too? You come to Vegas, man. Make sure you give me a call and take you out to dinner.
4: Hey, Amen. You don't have to take me out to dinner. I'll take you out to dinner.
3: Well, either way, man. Well, we're gonna fight to over the bill hey. now. <laughs> you and my town, we're going to fight over the bill. I just wanted to say hey
4: and to let y'all know that Paul is was a playground legend, too. Y'all know who Pee Wee Kirkland is?
3: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
2: Oh, yeah.
4: Paul oh, was Pee Wee Kirkland around town. All right.
2: <laughs> On the playground. Hey, look. So he's, not, he's always he's not, not, he's, he's not only in Gary in North too. But anyway. <laughs> yeah. And, and,
4: and, and, and the best games. Where when Paul would be playing against Joe, and and mm-hmm. Joe and I be on the same team, and we'd be checking Paul,
1: trying <laughs> to keep
4: him out of the corners. I just wanted to say, hey man, and uh, well, your you tell the truth talented, about that. I was
3: I was the only one at Gary High School that couldn't block Joe's shot. I blocked Joe's shot at practice, and he jumped on me.
1: <laughs> <laughs> we, we used to we beat used me up at practice,
3: man, <laughs> because you were the one
4: that that. We had to so to speak, on 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 the on, on the second squad. So it was like, <laughs> uh, I, and if you had been a, a point guard, if I had been a, a shooting guard, you'd probably take my spot. <laughs> <laughs> Paul, Paul was Paul was the real deal, guys, and I think you all love that, though. Amen, oh, it, amen. So much so
1: that the never team swallowed. had to cheat, and he had a whole there was a whole lot of home cooking. <laughs> From Norfolk. Yeah, that, that's what I got out of Yes, ma'am. I'm glad, you got, I'm glad you got that on tape. And there, there you go. There you go. Thank you, Mr. Hamilton. We got to get out of the way for the 7 o'clock show. We got to get you back. Okay, you. This was priceless. Thank you. You guys thank take
3: you. care. Yeah, I All appreciate, you. appreciate you, Paul. Appreciate you, Paul. No problem. You. Love you guys. Bye-bye. I bet. All right, Paul.
1: All right, never had it so good. Let's reset it for 7 o'clock. Duck, I got a lot to talk about. Yeah, oh, for my sure. Goodness. A God. lot of All home right. cooking. All right, never had All it so good. good.